Dude, you've got that look. What's the look I got? That Nashville chill look. Yeah, the look I'm cultivating for myself, uh, some call it sort of Nashville hip, and then other people just call it straight sex. And uh, so I just, I walk the line. You know who, you know, the other person that calls it straight sex? Your dad. (laughs) Papa Schneider. If Papa Schneider's calling it straight sex. Then you're doing something right. God damn it, really? Hey, everybody. Welcome to I'm okay. You're okay. I'm not okay. You're not okay. With me, Bob Schneider, and your other host, Clint Wells. You're welcome. You know what I am? The living Buddha. You know what the Buddha does? He just does one thing. He just stays in the now. That's all the Buddha has to do. His only requirement as a teacher is to stay in the now and then by teach by being in the now. Now, if I was in the future or the past, which means I would remember to do all these things that I'm supposed to do, I wouldn't be the living Buddha. Are you the living Buddha who wears a necklace that you can eat? Is that a candy necklace that you will then snack on after? Dude, I, w- I wish it was a candy necklace. I would be chewing on it right now. Well, welcome to I'm Okay, You're Okay, I'm Not Okay, You're Not Okay. Bob and I are here to once again regale you with with whatever it is we want to talk about this week. And we are also doing this just like last week, the first half on Instagram Live. So you can go follow Bob uh, on the socials and you can follow the podcast at Bob and Clint and you can... Watch our straight sex and straight Buddha appeal while Bob sips coffee and, and wears aviators because he's... Dude, it's not coffee. Guess what, guess what I'm into now? Oh, you're into tea now. No, this ain't tea, bitch. Oh, what's diarrhea is what it looks like. <laughs> Yerba MF Mate. Oh, okay. Have you ever had it? No. Dude, it tastes like if the devil had a bandana that he wore around his <laughs> dick all day... <laughs> While he was raping guys, <laughs> and then at the end of the day, soaked that in some hot water, and then added a touch of lemon to it. That's what this tastes like. The devil's smegma bandana. <laughs> oh, my God. But, dude, this stuff will get you cranked up. Is it one of those deals, though, where like you feel real good for a minute, but then you feel real bad? No, dude. Okay. This stuff is... I don't know why this stuff isn't more popular, because... You get cranked up, but there's no... You know how like, you kind of get that heebie-jeebie sometimes when you drink too much coffee? Oh, and yeah. then when you're coming down from coffee, you get that kind of cranky, itchy? Well, ha- well, how's it going in your world? What are we What are we getting into today? I mean, I've got emails. We've got some patrons. There's there's plenty of jumping off points, but how are you? I'm doing good, dude. I'm, I'm enjoying... You know, I don't like traveling, so I enjoy being at home. The only part that's a drag, and I know this sounds horrible... But the only part that's a drag is the having to entertain a five-year-old for not a few hours, but for the whole day. I think we're sharing that same entrapment. So even now, I don't. Where's your daughter right now? She's in the living room with my wife. So my mine is in the other building, so I can talk a lot of shit right now. Right, right. I don't have that luxury. I know. I love my family. (laughs) (laughs) I love my family. I do, dude. I love my daughter more than anybody except for my son in the world. Right. Like, my son and my daughter are the things I love the most, and I still don't really want to spend that much time hanging out. (laughs) I don't. It's an interesting point about parenthood, because it's true. You love your kid more than anything, it doesn't mean you want to be around them 24 goddamn 7. I got shit to do. I'm a man. <laughs> I'm not a gnome or a what? What are the forest? Are you sure you're not a gnome? I'm not a, a forest nymph. Are you sure? 
How do you know you're not a gnome? How can you know gnome? You're a gnome. It's unknown. All right, I'll tell you why. Because gnomes are six inches tall. They're not even that. A, a six-inch gnome would be a giant gnome. Right. I was I, I was gonna start talking about my D I C K, but I, <laughs> I can spell I, it like our listeners are kids who can't spell. Decided to get. Here's what I know. I'm gonna just spell out stuff like that from now on. Okay. Z I P. One of the funniest things you ever said to me is. This was maybe 2015, and I was going through this phase of collecting a lot of like action figure toys of like the band Kiss and Freddy Krueger. And you were like, "Yeah, I I used to do that too." And and I sort of was trying to like wax poetic about uh the philosophy behind. It. I was like, you know, I think what it is, it just it reminds me of being a kid. These are all things I loved when I was a kid, and it keeps me in touch with why I love art and music, and it sort of keeps the child as, as in me alive. And you were like, "Oh." I just liked them because they were so small. It made me feel like a giant. <laughs> well, I was always the smallest kid in school. Dude, I, st- I started school. I started first grade when I was five in Germany. And I was a late bloomer as well. So the combination of late bloomer and being the youngest by a year in every class that I was in made me the tiniest kid in the world. So yeah, so when I found out there were gnomes, because they put out this book and they labeled it as a nonfiction book, dude. Came out nonfiction. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, well, if it's nonfiction, that means it's not fiction, so it's true. So now I'm walking around in Germany in the winter as a seventh grader or however old I was, sixth grader. And I'm I'm seeing like little bunny prints in the snow, and I'm like, oh, those are fucking gnome footprints, because <laughs> they showed gnome footprints in the fucking book, which were rabbit prints. And they're like, this this is what. By the way, I'm gonna do my Swedish accent. This is what the gnome footprint looks like. Was that even? I don't even know what that it's was. Sweden by way of Tijuana. Sweden, Sweden. This is what this the, is what the beans look like. <laughs> No, no, don't try to rope me into that can accent. You just, can you just say the word gnome in a German accent? I just want to hear the word gnome. Gnome. <laughs> I think the only way to do Sweden is you have to start with Sweden. 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 You have to say the W is a V. I'm from Sweden. No, it's Sweden. Sweden. I'm from Sweden. <laughs> that doesn't sound Swedish, bro. That sounds like you're from Nebraska. No. It's Swedish people almost have no accent. Like you'll you'll be talking to them, you're like, oh, this person's American, but then they'll say something like Sweden, and you're like, oh, that's not American. That's not the because the American way of saying Sweden is Sweden. Yo, you from Sweden? Yeah, I'm from Sweden. Where are you from? Sweden? And oh, you are from Sweden because you said Sweden. <laughs> wow. Well, dude. Karen Offit's mom is from Sweden, so she should know. And she says they say it's Sweden. Oh, Sweden! I'm from Sweden. I guess Sweden. the case is closed then. <laughs> no, that's that's the old people from Sweden. The young people from Sweden say Sweden. Hi, I'm from Sweden. We do things a little differently here. <laughs> We're the young people from Sweden. We're the youth. We're the Swedish youth. We're the Swedish youth. We're not like the old youth that say Sweden. <laughs> My mom's mom says Sweden, but we, the youth of Sweden, we say Sweden. Dude, I swear to God, I thought I was Swedish for a second. For a second, I was like looking at my window going, where are the fucking reindeer? <laughs> the reindeer? Where <laughs> are the caribou? That's where they come from. 
No, they come from Sweden, dude. There's Sweden is overrun by fucking reindeer. You know a lot about this place. And fucking gnomes, by the way. How old were you when you realized gnomes weren't real? Was this sort of like a uh, disillusioning Santa Claus situation? No, no. No. I, I, I figured out Santa Claus wasn't real when my dad came in to my bedroom one night dressed up as Santa Claus and they were like you can't look at you can't look at Santa Claus cuz if you look at him then he won't leave any presents so I was trying to keep my eyes closed and then as he was leaving I peeked and I was like oh that's my dad's that's the back of and my dad's head and he's not dressed head. as Santa Claus he's naked no he- <laughs> and I just got molested no he <laughs> Again. <laughs> Again, on Christmas. No, uh, he was dressed as Santa Claus, and he had the beard, and he had everything, but he didn't have, like, a full head wig. And so, when he was walking away, I was like, oh, that's the back of my dad's head. Right. Unmistakably, your dad. I'm, I'm trying to understand this. This is an interesting... I've never heard of this before. So, the way your parents did it is, they wouldn't just wait for you to go to sleep. They would say, hey, we're just going to go ahead and do this during awake hours. However... You can't look. No, no, no. It was, I was sleeping. So I don't know why they did this. They fucked themselves by doing this. It's not a good method. No, it's not a good method. <laughs> so they came into my room. They're like, my mom was like, hey, Stan is here. He wants to come say hi or something. Hey, wake up, Bob, but don't look. I don't know why they did it. They're like, just keep your eyes closed. So my dad comes in dressed as Santa. <laughs> And then I don't remember anything about it except I just only remember that he was in there. And then when he was leaving, I looked and saw the back of the. So head. what's your next move? Is there is there a morning confrontation or what's the next move? My next move is like a, a a snitch in jail, dude. I don't say a fucking word, dude. Snitches don't get presents, so I'm like, I don't mention it to anybody. I, I in fact, this is the first time I've mentioned. It. I thought I was going to go to my grave without mentioning this shit. Man, I wanted to keep the status quo, dude. I wanted those presents to keep rolling. All right, so okay, so you played, you played it like you didn't want to be a snitch. Snitches get stitches. However, what's your internal monologue? You going, man? That's my fucking dad. This sucks. Uh, no, I didn't really care. I was like, all I cared about with the presents, I, I, I did have this thing with my son when he was maybe seven, because I, I'm my parents, they lie, 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 and I'm like, I'm just not gonna lie to my kid. Right. I would say Santa Claus is coming and and whatever. And if he would ask me, is there Santa Claus? I would go, yeah. I mean, I would say, well, you've seen pictures of Santa Claus, right? And he would say, yeah. And I guess, well, I guess there's a Santa Claus. There's just pictures of it. But he asked me one time, he goes, hey, dad, last year, those presents under the tree that were from, that they were, they said they were from Santa. Did you buy those presents? And I'm like, yeah. (laughs) And, and he goes, and I go, do you have any more questions? And he's like, the defense rests. <laughs> and he fucking walked away. We never talked about it again. And presents kept coming. It's same sort of thing where he was like, well, let's not talk about it anymore. We never talked about it again. I just I just don't like lying about stupid shit like that. What's the point? We've never told Nova that Santa Claus was real ever. And uh, we just tell her it's not real. It's just a fun story. Yeah. Because they're going to find out <laughs> whether it's their, whether you're catching <laughs> Bishnis seniors the back of his damn head. I love that. I love your sweet mom being like, Bobby, wake up, wake up, but don't look. Don't look now. You'll turn into salt if you look. Ah, you must yeah. not look at Santa Claus. Well, I was talking to my five-year-old because uh, we, we did an Easter egg hunt. And I was like, well, you know, tomorrow tomorrow morning, there's probably going to be some Easter eggs because uh, the Easter Bunny hides Easter eggs on, East, on, on Easter Sunday. And she's like, Easter Bunny's not real. There we I'm go. I'm like. Uh, okay. 
I was like, cool, no problem. Great. Let's mark that off the list of shit to do. I'm like, what about the tooth fairy? She's like, that's not real either. I'm like, okay. <laughs> what else is not real? <laughs> Am I real? <laughs> please, please tell me I'm not real so I can quit worrying. Santa Claus, baby? Not real. Great. Tooth fairy, baby? Not real. Great. Mommy? Mommy real. Okay, great. Good. Daddy? <laughs> Not real. Dude, the other day, Nova was just awarding points to me and my wife. She was just saying, hey, by the way, mom, you want to, I give you a million points. She was just giving us points. It was nice. And she ended up giving my wife infinity points, which she understands there's no number higher than that. So she understands what she's doing. She drew the infinity sign, the kind of figure eight thing. Guess how many points she gave me? A hundred. Zero point zero points. <laughs> what? She gave me zero points. That's horrible. Why? Uh, because people like to play the game of daddy's a dummy. Daddy's a silly, goofy dummy that gets zero points. It's just kind of a game. It's a game we play here in America where dad's just a big idiot. You familiar with that game? We don't play that game in my house. <laughs> well, they're playing it. Whether you're the, In fact, while you're out in the old stewed stewed, they're playing that game right now. I will say this, man. My, my daughter will try to pull some shit where she's like doing... Uh, 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 and I'm like some hey. attitude. I'm like, hold up, this ain't the fucking keeping up with the goddamn Kardashians. You can do that shit about your mama. Yeah, don't not around daddy. Well, they're seeing what they can get away with, which I understand, you know. And they need you to shut it down. Yeah, that's true. Sometimes the attitude's a little cutesy. It's like kind of a cute attitude. We'll let it ride a minute. But then if it get, crosses a certain line, you don't know it till it happens. The parent thing really kicks in, and you're like, oh no 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 no. We will not be behaving that way. Mm-mm. Well, people talk about the terrible twos and the terrible threes and stuff, but what what happens is they they just go through these phases where they're just testing all the boundaries, and and we call it the terrible twos or the terrible threes or whatever. But it's really they just need they're just trying to figure out what what they can get away right. with and where the boundaries are. And so your job at that point during that time is to just say no, 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 yeah. no. Like, con- and you're like, what happened? Because you were like, you kind of had everything together, you kind of knew what everything was. And now all of a sudden you've turned into this sort of like crazy monster, but they're just trying to figure out because they've changed a lot. You're still the same because you're old, but they've completely like their whole universe has changed. So they have to like figure out, well, where is everything? So they just start doing all this shit, crazy shit. And you're like, gotta go. No, 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 no. And my wife's like, I can't handle it. I'm like, yeah, you can. You're an adult. Just say no a lot and everything will be fine. Don't take anything personally. Oh, it's very interesting hearing dad's the absolutely wrong perspective, says Mandy Buckland. <laughs> sure. The absolute, no, not just the wrong perspective. The absolute the wrong. absolutely wrong. Dude, nothing that we're saying is correct, according to Mandy. Oh. I used to feel like anything I say no about, like, I'm going to explain it because I don't want to be one of those parents that just says no and doesn't explain it. And then you realize real quick just how inefficient, how that just doesn't work. Sometimes right. it's just no. And sometimes it really is because I, I said so, because daddy said it. Yeah, yeah. No, no. It's, uh, yeah, every, every once in a while, Scarlett's like, why? I'm like, yeah, don't worry about it. I'm like, I'm not going to explain the reason. I'm just going to say no, and we're going to stay there. Yeah. And 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 you just do the thing that works, and I don't know why it works. I don't know why it works, but the timeout thing works, and I don't know why. What do you mean it works? Like putting them in timeout? Yeah, I'm just like, well, this is what we're going to do. No, 
I'm not going to do it. Okay, well, here are the choices. You can go to timeout and then do it or do the thing without going to timeout. What do you want to do? I'll do the thing. And then they do the thing. We count to five and it works every time. And I always think like, what if she lets us get down to <laughs> get to five? Because, uh, you know, we don't hit our kid. You know, we don't we don't really. Yeah, yeah. we don't really have much behind the old curtain there. But uh, she's scared of it. And uh, she doesn't know what happens at five. Uh, we've never gotten there. Yeah, well, we do. I do three, but I go slow. I'm like one, two. <laughs> then they're gonna test you. Two and a half. Well, she 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 does the same thing. She'll she'll. But if I get to three occasionally, when I and then when I get to three, it's timeout. <laughs> when you get to three, so, the beating starts. No, I mean I, I I don't I don't. You don't need to beat your kid. I, I've never touched either of my children. Yeah, it was. I was joking. It was a joke. In fact, I was having a conversation with my daughter yesterday, and she says, why don't you ever get angry? And I'm like, what are you talking about? I get angry all the time. She's like, well, you just don't yell like mommy yells. I'm like, well, well, I don't need to yell. But I I do get angry. And it's weird. I've just just never, I mean, I can, I've gotten to the point where I've raised my voice at my son maybe twice in his life, and he's 15. I don't think I've ever done it with Scarlett. Maybe once with Scarlett when she was like maybe running towards the road or something weird, you know? But I just, what's the point? Well, someone just wrote, you've created fear and it's the same. I don't even think it's that. It's it's really less fear because we don't, we don't, we're not like, hey, we're going to count to five. When five happens, you don't want to know. Well, you don't, you don't want to be able to handle what happens at five. We don't do anything scary. We're just like, hey, we're going to count to five. And then maybe we'll float out something like, hey, if you count to five, you got you to go to bed early or you can't, we can't, no movie tonight or you can't snuggle with us in bed or whatever. We'll, we'll float some consequence out there. But it's really more about, I think, her not wanting to just disappoint <laughs> the parents. Manny wants us to join the, the podcast so she can debate us. I can't think of anything I want to do more right now with my life than debate someone I don't know on the internet about how they know parenting better than me. <laughs> oh, that sounds like a really good use of my time. And Mandy's, I'm a fucking fun mom. <laughs> what does that mean? It means she's saying that dad, her, the dad probably gets the credit for the fun guy because he's a big goofy guy that everyone makes fun of. And mm-hmm. then she kind of gets the rap maybe as more of the disciplinarian, even though she's a fun mom. So she's, I understand that. That's frustrating. I don't get, I don't get some of the credit I deserve for the parenting I do. What do you what do you think? Where are you stand in that department? I, look, I'll do everything. I'll do it all. I do I do morning time with Scarlett until noon or one o'clock whenever whenever you know that that I do. I have the mornings for schooling. I do, I do most of the cleaning. I earn all the money. I do I do a lot of stuff. I don't want props for any of it. All I want is don't fucking get on my shit about anything. I don't need props. But I don't need a fucking bag of shit laid at my door. And guess what gets laid at my door? A bag of shit. <laughs> Not always. Sometimes it's a bag of sweet chocolates. But occasionally it's a bag of shit. And I'm like, why did you place this bag of shit at my door? And it's usually because they're having, you know, they have some shit that they have to unload. And like, there's nobody else to unload it to. So they're like, well, here's this bag of shit. And I'm like, I don't want it. Here's my problem with the bag of shit is the bag of shit's at the door. Nothing we can do about it. It's there. And you're picking it up. And here, here's what here's what I'm like when I'm dealing with the bag of shit. I'm the kind of guy that's going, this is a bag of shit. And uh, I don't like this part of life. That's, I don't like handling the shit. Well, here's what, here's no. the rub for me, though, is when they ask you, they've already put the bag of shit there. But then they're asking you, don't call that a bag of shit. 
Don't complain about the bag of shit. I'm like, hey, listen, this is a bag of shit. It's a bag of shit. That's what B-O-S. it is. B-O-S. Here, here's the problem with doing things like this online. I've found in this podcast, obviously in this today, and then also in my other podcast, is you're just giving people an opportunity to just criticize you. That's like, Someone's like criticizing Clinton on dial-up now. Our dad shit's wrong. We should just talk about the music. Dude, I, st- I stopped reading those comments long, long ago. There's some sort of psychological thing where if people have access to you, they'll either just totally kiss your butt or they'll just try to, they'll try to get in there with some sort of snide shit. It's, it's, a t- it's a weird thing that happens. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't, I, it's so rare that I, uh, it's so rare that I come up against anything sort of negative because I'm pretty far under the radar in terms of, most of the world and the people that do know about me and what I do tend to be fans and the people that don't care. It's not like, I mean, the only people that are, that are on this are people that follow me. And so they're mostly fans. So it's, it's so rare that I get any sort of negative feedback. Like if I was somebody like Drake or Taylor Swift or something, I can't imagine the amount of trolling that goes on with people like that because Everybody knows who they are, so they're just you know curious. So they'll just get on there and they'll just start trolling. But, but that just is so rare that it happens. And even when it when it seems to happen, it's usually it's usually somebody like trying to be funny or something. You know what I mean? They're not even trying to troll. They're just whatever. You know what I mean? Well, there's a there's a concept that I'm yeah. I mean, I have sort of a spiritual problem with the issue in general. The the thing I'm trying to do more is this thing that I heard on a Sam Harris podcast called. API, which is assume positive intent, which I don't do. I assume the worst because it's some sort of expression of my own anguish. But I've really been trying to think like, because I I can get a little butthurt about these things. And so I've been trying to just assume positive intent. And and whether in my relationships or even in my the, the way I interact with people on the podcast or fans or whatever. And that's actually been pretty helpful, but it's hard to do. It seems like that comes maybe easier for you. No, man, I'm worst case scenario person. Uh, my parents are best case scenario person. They can always just like, I don't, they, they treat everybody like they're, they're friend. I, I, I don't know. You know what it is? I think as you get older, you just care less about certain things. Like I just. Did you used to be more uptight about this kind of thing? I used to worry so much about what people thought about me. I mean, I still do. I still think, I still want people to like me. I still, it makes me feel safe if people like me. And if somebody doesn't like me, it makes me feel unsafe. And so I don't like that feeling. But ultimately, I know that it doesn't make that much of a difference. It, de- it definitely, my happiness doesn't uh, rely on other people's uh, opinions about me. Even though, you know, I, it's hard to shake that idea. So, yeah. This this has gotten real exciting, this podcast. Well, we got about three minutes. What do you want to do? You, we want to, Well, first of all, I want to say thanks to uh, a, a new patron that we got in the last couple of days, Craig Soderberg. Oh, cool. Thank you for supporting the show. Thanks, Craig. Uh, you can find that on... Well, now you can search for Patreon, right? We've cleared up the problem that was keeping people from being able to search for well, our Patreon. Well, right. We found out that people couldn't search for us on Patreon, both Bob Schneider... And both I'm okay, and Song Club, and I'm okay. You're you're okay because turns out Patreon is a dumping ground for people trying to sell titties, titty pics, and and uh, and like sexual comics and stuff like that. There's a ton of pornography on Patreon, so 
we thought because we used the F word and the Z word and the B word and some other words like that, we thought, oh, we're adult content. Turns out adult content is D's and P's and A's <laughs> and T's. So we we uh, we we fixed that. So so now you can search for us. So you can go to Patreon and search for I'm okay, you're okay, or Bob and Clint or whatever, or you can just go to patreon.com backslash I okay? It's the letters I okay. And actually, just as you were saying that, we got another one. So I want to say hello and thank you to Carl Ellison, who wrote us a note saying hello all the way from Locked Down Norway. I enjoy your show every week. Keep it up. Thank he you. He would know how to say Sweden or Norway. I'm pretty Norway. sure they don't say Norway. <laughs> no, they say Norway. Norway. I'm from, no- I'm from Norway. That's exactly how the Norwegians say Norway. I like Toblerone. I'm from Norway. <laughs> I'm from <laughs> Oslo. <laughs> By the way, we check our Patreon. It's like, what's the guy's name again? Carl. Carl just left Patreon. Oh, look, I just got a new, hold on, the new email just came in. Carl <laughs> left Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> it's that simple, folks. You can write into us and email us, bobandclint at gmail.com. We read all the emails that we get here on the show, except for shows like today in which we didn't read any emails. And uh, go support us on Patreon, Bob's other podcast, of course, the Song Club. My other podcast is called Metal Up Your Podcast. And uh, join us on all the socials for other fun shit like this, where I'll get butthurt on Instagram Live. Here's what I think about you, Clint. Yeah, let's hear it. You're a neat guy, dude. And I, I can love I, you. Can I just stop you real quick? Yeah, yeah. Can I tell you something? Yeah. You are a great person and a great father and a great musician and a great and a great human being. Just wanted you to anyway. Go ahead. Uh, can I say something to you, Clint? Please. I got the moose boy. Can I stop you right there? Yeah, you got the moose boy. <laughs> no, you got the moose. All right, let's get out of this Instagram live thing, this troll zone that we're in. We're not in the troll zone. Hey, for any of you, I know we're not in the troll. We we love y'all. We love, we love you. you guys on Instagram, and and uh, we love the Patreon people more though. All right, we'll see you later. Peace. Bye. How do I get out of this? I don't know how to do any of it. <laughs>